get married, pray for the peace of the place you're living in, in exile. And then I said to God, you're mad, why would you do that? This is an enemy place, ruin your home. And the reason God says is because if you um, bless this town and you commit yourself to the place you're in, then you too will be blessed, your life will be blessed because of that. It's a promise, condition and a promise. And so I don't know what place you're in this morning as you start the new year. Maybe you're full of anticipation and joy and you're excited about what God has in store for 2023. Or maybe you're feeling in exile, literally, because you're far away from home. Or in your mind, because what feels like safety at home is not what you're experiencing right now. And I want us to look to this promise. So it says, I've got plans for you, prosper you, hope, future, I'll gather you, I'll bring you. And God's promises are always true. And this is how He says He will fulfill the promise. But you will call on me, you will come and pray to me. And when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. So it's interesting because we remember that God has plans and purposes. For us, but we don't always remember that he says, but you need to seek me, you need to come after me, you need to call on me, you need to pray to me, and then you'll find me, and you'll find that my presence is with you, and you'll find that I'll rescue you, and I'll bring you back, and all these things are true. In the Matthew passage, Jesus teaches his disciples to pray. I'm not going to go into the whole passage, but it's about prayer and about fasting and about how these are ways to seek God's face, to devote ourselves to Him. They're not methods to show off to the world or to the church how religious we are, how clever we are. Prayer and fasting are not to be done to impress others. They're to be done to bring our hearts to a place of purity before God. And so the two words in that passage that I want to focus on this morning our Father, our Father. Jesus says, when you pray, don't pray my Father, pray our Father. You're a team, you're a family, you're God's people. You're not praying just you, you're together. You might not always feel together, but you are together, you're my people. So when you pray, pray our Father. We pray in union and unity. And our prayer is part of our communion with one another and with God, our Father. We recognize a Father who is holy. We recognize a Father who loves us and who has made promises like the faithful to the same promise he made in Jeremiah to the exiles. When you call on me, when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. What if we have your parents in the house today? Who's a mother or a father? Lots of mothers and fathers. I don't know about you, but I love it when my children want to come and hang out with me. Hey. I'm not as cool as I used to be. When Nikki was five, I seemed to be much cooler. Now that she's 15, I'm not so cool. Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, it's, it's nice when they come and they just want to say, Dad, can I have some money? Or Dad, can I? That's usually longer. Or Dad, can I? Uh, can you take me somewhere? Now, with Ruth, it's Dad, can you take me for a driving lesson? Um, and it's nice to be needed for those things, but I especially love it when my girls just want to come and hang out with me and we just sit together and chat. 
we hang out. That's special. We walk together. Brenda and Vicky went for a walk on the mountain a couple of days ago, and I couldn't go with them, but they um, sent some photos, and I had such fun with it because I could see they were really enjoying it. There was a deep joy in their faces as they were hiking on the mountain and just enjoying the time two of them together. Our Father, God, our parents, God, the one who gives us life. He is calling us to seek Him for His presence, just to be with Him, just to enjoy His presence. He loves that. If, if we love that, how much more must He love that? And so the invitation this morning is part of an invitation that St. John's family, the pastor, the steering group, want to extend to each one of us. Um, whether you're part of our regular family or our extended family living elsewhere now, um, we want to invite you to join us over these next two weeks to set yourself and ourselves apart for the Lord in prayer, in fasting, in seeking God's face. I know, we know, we know that prayer is difficult. We, none of us feel like the experts at prayer, least of all myself. But we know that this is a place that God keeps pulling us back to, where we together come on our knees before God and say, Lord, you have the words of life. Lord, you have the answers. Lord, you hold us in your hands. You have the plan and the purposes and the hopes of the future. You are the one we seek. When we do that, when we bring our lives before Him, we're inviting God to shine a light onto us as a community and also as individuals to say, God, Reveal what's in me, the darker places, the shadowy places. It's not easy. We're addicted to the places in our lives that are, um, they give us a quick fix. Might be the social media or the chocolate, or it might be a drug or an alcohol, or it might be work, or it might be whatever it is, but it's, it's the thing that I have to use to escape from having to stop and let God work in my life. The thing that I have to use to prevent me from pausing long enough to let some of the pain be revealed in me. And, and so coming in prayer before God makes us vulnerable to Him, but it also allows Him to give us a guided tour of our own heart and soul. To let the Holy Spirit be the tour guide in us that says, let me show you some things that you need to see. Our prayer is an invitation to come before God who loves us and to be in His presence and let His light show us what we need to see. The thing is Jesus doesn't simply then take away the darkness. He comes into the pain, into the dark places, into the shadows, and He shows His love. His grace and mercy flow into those places. He walks with us. I've given um, the children hand out a piece of paper, you all know one, and it's coming to my group. I just want you to start to think about what is the prayer of your heart when you start this year? What is the longing of your heart in terms of your relationship with Jesus? God? What's your longing for St. John's, for your community? What are your hopes that you want to bring before God? 
I want to encourage you to write that down. Take your time. Just let that question linger in you. What, what is it that I am seeking God for at the start of this year? In my life, in my life.
but to relax into the night path that is the Holy Spirit pulling us along, to relax into what God wants to do as we seek Him in prayer, and secondly, to keep our eyes on Him, not on the obstacles, not on the problems. Yes, we must deal with the problems, but as, it's a weird thing, I don't know how it works, but as I head into that motorbike, and I had to get, weave my way through these cones in a straight line, I didn't touch one of them, and it just flowed so nicely, and my eyes would just fit straight down the road, straight, as I went. I wasn't looking at the cones. Initially I was, and I was bumping into the cones. You think if you look at them, you'll see them, and you'll go around them. No, I was hitting them every time I looked at them. Others will be able to see it. You'll be able to see what others have posted. It's not just so that we can be interested, 
so that we can pray. So go and see what people have posted and pray through those things. And whatever goes on that wall, we'll post on the digital wall as well, so that we can interact together. And some of the papers, some of the digital, some of the that's fine. Um, finally, there's some apps. Some of us like to get digital, and there's a daily prayer app that you could subscribe to and be part of. I'm part of one of the called the One Minute Course, and it's an eight-minute guided meditation in the morning and an eight-minute meditation in the evening. And, find, and it's a 30-day challenge that I'm doing. And in that time, it's just about coming quietly before God, receiving His love, telling Him I love Him, and listening to His voice. It's a beautiful devotion. So, with that, there are some prayer pointers each day, which we'll elaborate on through the WhatsApp group as we go through the week. And then there's some additional thoughts on prayer and fasting. There's a lot there. Please don't get overwhelmed. But if you're saying, oh, I'm not getting involved, here are some ideas. Um, there have been other ideas. Um, if you think, actually, I'd like to get some friends together, myself get together, and come and pray here in the church, you can. Sharon, if you need the church open because it's not always open because of security, but we can arrange for a time if you know a time you'd like to come. Um, our Father, our Father, that's where I want to close that we have a glorious Father to bring our lives before Him. Hope have we got as St. John's to be a blessing to one another and to our community.